the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know you are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to the Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Sharesh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently, we are serving in Wesley Chapel, Tampa, St. Pete, and our newest location, South Bay in Riverview, along with Conexion, our Spanish-speaking congregation in Tampa. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 and 910 WTBN, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Let's pray. Avinu Malkeinu, our Father and our King, we declare our love to you. We say, Lord, that we are willing to trust you. We trust in you with all our heart, and we're going to lean not on our own understanding in all our ways. We're going to acknowledge you. And we're believing, O Lord, that you will direct our path, that you will make our path straight. So this day, as we study your word, and as we look to you, Father, I pray a spirit of encouragement would be upon everyone who hears this radio program. So we bless you, we thank you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen. Well, good morning, good morning. You're listening to the Heart of Messiah radio program, and I'm Rabbi Steve Weiler. And each week I come to you with what I believe that God has put on my heart for this radio audience. And this is a listener-supported program, and so we rely on your generous gifts. So let me just start by saying that these gifts keep me on the air. <laughs> I have two weeks to raise the support for this program for the year. So the goal is either $500 a month in pledges uh, or $6,000 for the year. So if I meet this goal, I'll be on the air for another year. And if I can't meet this goal, I'll be off the air in two weeks. <laughs> um, look, I've met many of you, and you've been extremely encouraging, giving me lots of great words. Uh, I'm comfortable in trusting God in this. If he wants to me, me to be on the radio, he'll touch you, and you'll help financially. Uh, you can go to our website heartofmessiah.org and click on the donate button or you can call Karen in our office 813-831-5673. Your support is a true blessing to me and, and 
to the heart of Messiah ministry. So let's look at what God has for us today. You know, we're just finishing, or we finished, celebrating Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks. Uh, Some of you might know it as Pentecost. In fact, we had our service on Sunday, and for those of you who visited us, I believe you'll agree that this was a great service, greatly anointed. God was definitely there. It was, we had a wonderful time, just wonderful. So now what? (laughs) The next holy day is Rosh Hashanah in October. There are monthly celebrations called Rosh Chodesh, you know, the new moon celebrations. But in general, we're entering what would be called a long, hot summer. Especially true if you're in Tampa, right? (laughs) And our goal is not to become spiritually dry during this time. So today I want to talk about faithfulness. I want to talk about loyalty and commitment. And I'd like to start with God's Word, of course. Um, God's Word in Hosea 2.21, God pledges his love to his betrothed. And who is his betrothed? Israel. And he says these words, Then I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me with righteousness, justice, covenant loyalty, and compassion. So what does it mean to be betrothed? What, what is being talked about here? Let's start with uh, a betrothal ceremony. It symbolizes the finalizing of a couple's commitment to marry prior to the actual marriage. It is a covenant that is so serious that it cannot be dissolved without a divorce-type procedure. It's the step before marriage called kiduchin. Now, kiduchin means sanctification. It means holiness. And it means separation. And so the betrothal time is one to concentrate on sanctification, holiness, and separation. So sanctification uh, is another word for holiness or purity or cleansing. And, And separation is a time where we separate ourselves from the things of this world so we can focus on preparing for our groom for the marriage. And so we have to focus on our lives before the Lord. Are you and I, as the body of believers, going to be faithful, loyal, and committed to the Lord? We do this by preparing ourselves for the ultimate wedding. Our time here on earth is preparation for the big event. (laughs) Our commitment to this preparation should absolutely saturate our life. Consider thinking of your relationship with God like this. When you accepted the Lord into your heart, this was like a betrothal ceremony. You commit yourself to God and await for your wedding day. In the meantime, you prepare yourself so that you can be the perfect bride now as much as possible. We know nobody is perfect, right? However, sometimes, even though we had a great experience with the Lord and we're dedicating our lives to him, 
somehow we get sidetracked. That happened to the children of Israel who were in Egypt. God did multiple miracles for them, got them out of Egypt, had them cross over the Red Sea to safety. And I believe this was not only like an immersion going through the waters, but it was also their betrothal ceremony. And the betrothal periods for the Israelites began. So three times in the book of Exodus, the people of Israel committed their lives to the Lord. Look at Exodus 19.8. It says, All the people answered together and said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do. And Moses brought back the words of the people to the Lord. And then in Exodus 24.3, it says, Then Moses came and recounted to the people all the words of the Lord and all the ordinances. And all the people answered with one voice and said, All the words which the Lord has spoken, we will do. Exodus 24, verse 7. Then he took the book of the covenant and read it in the hearing of the people. And they said, All that the Lord has spoken, we will do, and we will be obedient. Well, Exodus 32, 1 Now when the people saw that Moses delayed coming down from the mountain, they gathered around Aaron and said to him, Get up, make us gods who will go before us. As for this Moses, the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we don't know what's become of him. So Aaron said to them, Break off the golden rings that are in the ears of your wives, your sons, your daughters, and bring them to me. So all the people broke off the golden rings that were in their ears and brought them to Aaron. He received them from their hand and made a molten calf fashioned with a chiseling tool. Then they said, This is your God, Israel, which brought you out of the land of Egypt. How quickly the people forget. Would you call this commitment? loyalty, and faithfulness. The first time something happens, and what happened? Moses was gone for a few extra days than they thought he would be gone for. And they're bailing on him, and they're bailing on God. The beauty of a betrothal is that even though, and in this case, even though the people of Israel sinned and didn't keep their betrothal oath, God still kept his. Now that is an amazing thing to keep in mind. But let's look at a more successful betrothal. Betrothal, excuse me. Matthew 3.16. After being immersed, Yeshua rose up out of the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him, and he saw the Ruach Elohim, which is the Spirit of the Lord descending like a dove and coming upon him. And behold, a voice from the heaven said, This is my son, whom I love, and him I, with him I am well pleased. And then we see just after that in Matthew 4, 1, Then Yeshua was led by the Ruach into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. After he had fasted for forty days and forty nights, he was hungry. And when the tempter came to him, he said, 
If you are Ben Elohim, tell these stones to become bread. But he replied, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of the God. So, I see the immersion of Yeshua, or some might call it the baptism, of uh, that being like the betrothal service. He is betrothed to the Lord. And right after that, he ends up in the desert. And the devil is tempting him. Now, how does he get over this? He gets over this by saying that man does not live by bread alone, but every word that comes out of the mouth of God. And what made Yeshua successful was he relied on God's word and God's word alone. And I believe that that is how we are going to be faithful, loyal, and committed to rely on God's word. You know, Ephesians six seventeen says it this way, And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Now, this, the word of God is a sword. It's a sword of the Spirit. So it it's God's instruction book, and it is our offensive weapon, and it's our defensive weapon. And we win battles with the armor and the weapons that God has given us. And God has given us this sword, which is amazing. This sword becomes, it's the word of God, and the word of God gives us the victory. If you want to keep your vow to the Lord and use your time here on earth in preparation to become his bride, I believe it starts with faithfully reading and seeking to apply God's word in and over our lives. Remember Hosea 2.21, God speaking to Israel, then I will betroth you to me forever. Yes, I will betroth you to me with righteousness, justice, Covenant loyalty and compassion. What is covenant loyalty? Forever is God's commitment. Covenant loyalty is God's commitment. Betrothal is God's commitment. God gives us his word to encourage us in our betrothal period because those are, this time is up and down, but if we do well in it, we are going to be encouraged. So Psalm 119.105 says, Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And that all of Psalm 119 pretty much talks about God's word and his, the importance of his word in our lives. And this is one example of God saying that his word, when we're in darkness, it lights things up so we can walk without falling. Or how about 2 Timothy 3, 16 and 17? All scripture is inspired by God and useful for teaching, for reproof, for restoration, and for training in righteousness so that the person belonging to God may be capable, fully equipped for every good deed. So God's word is there to inspire us, 
to restore us, to train us in righteousness, to correct us so that we are ready for every good deed. This is how we stay loyal to God, by holding on to God's words. Joshua 1.8, this book of the Torah should not depart from your mouth. You are to meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it, for then you will make your ways prosperous, and then you will be successful. Do you want to be successful? Then don't let God's word depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. That is going to be the loyalty that will bring you victory. Psalm 119, 10 and 11, with my whole heart I've sought you. Let me not stray from your commandments. I've treasured your word in my heart so I might not sin against you. God is even showing us that as we allow the word of God to penetrate our hearts and minds, we won't sin against him. Hebrews 4.12, the word of God is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing right through to a separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow, and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. The Word of God is like a mirror, and it judges the thoughts and intentions of the heart. In other words, God sees our thoughts and intentions, and we actually begin to see them as well as we Put them up against the Word of God. The Word of God is like a mirror. Maybe that's why many people don't want to really apply God's Word to their lives because they don't want to deal with the sin that they see in the mirror, the truth. John fifteen seven says, If you abide in me and my Word abides in you, ask whatever you wish and it shall be done for you. If the word of God abides in us, we can ask God whatever we wish, and he says he will do it for us. That's amazing. Psalm 1, 2, and 3, delight in the Torah, or the law of of Adonai, and on his Torah he meditates day and night. He'll be like a uh, planted tree over streams of water, producing its fruit during its season. Its leaf never droops. But in all he does, he succeeds. And we see it again in Jeremiah, the uh, same idea of meditating on God's word in order so that when the storms of life come, we will be overcomers. We will succeed. What can we do to keep the summer period from being spiritually dry? We need to desire to be faithful, loyal, and committed to God's desires. So a couple of thoughts on how you do this, right? Number one, read Scripture daily. Number two, meditate on what you read. Number three, apply it to your circumstances. This is not difficult, is it? (laughs) I don't think so. God has given us this betrothal period to see if we will be faithful, loyal, and committed to him. He is to us. So now we just have to figure out if we're going to daily be that way with him. Are we going to uh, commit spiritual adultery? Or are we going to give him our time and our focus? 
But, you know, there's so many scriptures. Um, One of the things that I believe uh, is that the book of John uh, 14, 1 through 3, seems as though Yeshua is sharing his story of betrothal with the body of believers. As they use their time on earth in holiness, honoring and following Yeshua, he presents them with a promise of life together in the future. So listen to John 14, 1 through 3. Do not let your heart be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my Father's house, there are many dwelling places. If it were not so, would I have told you that I am going to prepare a place for you? If I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and take you to myself so that where I am, you may also be. See, after, we, after the wedding, we get together with the Lord. This is an incredible promise. This is an incredible time. Finally, let me close by mentioning Ephesians 5, which is a, a great scripture having to do with marriage and betrothals, and, and, but really marriage. And, and this is marriage between the Lord and, and the body of believers, marriage between um, husbands and wives. So in verse 21 of Ephesians 5, it says, Also submit yourselves to one another out of reverence for Messiah. Wives to your own husbands is to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife, as Messiah is also head of his community, himself the Savior of the body. But as Messiah's community is submitted to Messiah, so also the wives to their husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives just as Messiah also loved his community and gave himself up for her to make her holy, having cleansed her by immersion in the word. Messiah did this so that he might present to himself his glorious community, not having stain or wrinkle or any such thing, but in order that she might be holy and blameless. In the same way, husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. So we see that we are to be presented without stain or wrinkle, holy and blameless before the Lord. What a tremendous promise that God gives us. Are we ready to be loyal to him day after day during this hot summer? Well, we've come to the close of the teaching today. You've been listening to Heart of Messiah radio program. I am Rabbi Steve Weiler. Every week I come to you, as I said before, with what God has placed on my heart. This is a listener-supported program. We rely on your generous gifts. And so if you'd like to keep me on air, I have two weeks to raise the support for this program for the year. The goal is $500 per month pledged or 6000 for the year. If I meet this goal, I'll be on the air for another year. And if I can't meet the goal, I will only be on the air two more weeks. As I said before, I've met so many of you. You've encouraged me, and I am comfortable trusting in the Lord for the finances. If he wants me to be on the radio, he'll touch you, and you will help financially. 
You can go to our website and donate there. Hit the click on the donate button at heartofmessiah.org. Or you can just call Karen in our office, 813-831-5673. Your support is a true blessing to me and the ministry of Heart of Messiah. So may the power of God's Word and His Spirit saturate you this day as you grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's pray. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.